Pepper the Prodigal Cat, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Luke 15, verse 22 through 24. Let's meet Pepper as we experience the parable of the prodigal son through a slightly different set of characters. Pepper the Prodigal Cat, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. Walking down the sidewalk on a bright suburban street, an early rain has caused us to dodge puddles with our feet. The trees all brightly glisten, filled with captured drops and flecks. We occasionally gasp when random ones fall down our necks. We stroll past neighbors' houses and enjoy a pleasant walk, when suddenly we see a sight that makes us pause and balk. Across the street, two houses up, they're down upon all fours. A little girl is crying in her half-a-jar front door. I recall her name is Grace, and she was dressed up like a queen when she shouted trick-or-treat outside our door last Halloween. But she's not looking very royal as she crouches there, poor Grace, for she's choking heavy sobs, and bright tears run down her face. We move a little closer to see what she's staring at, there in the middle of her lawn sits a bedraggled skinny cat. Now before we tell the story of this girl and cat so gaunt, remember, this is fiction. We can do anything we want. So settle down and lend an ear and hold on to your hat, as this narrative is told to us by Pepper. He's the cat. Hello, I go by Pepper. Gotta say it's nice to meet you. Incidentally, my name is short for Pepperoni Pizza. I got that name from little Grace, but her parents are to blame. The first thing that she sees, they cried, will be the kitty's name. Then they sat down at the table to enjoy a family dinner. Grace hollered out her favorite food, and that name was the winner. I had no say in the matter, not a name I would have chose. I guess it could be worse. They could have served her sloppy joes. All in all, it was not so bad, even with my funky name. There were lots of nice amenities. I sure could not complain. There was a windowsill for napping, birds in the yard to catch, a phony mouse to play with, lots of furniture to scratch. I had a bowl of cat food, fresh water from the fixture, a litter box for when I... Well, I think you get the picture. So I settled into life with this idyllic family unit. Then they had to go and do something to absolutely ruin it. For one day the door was opened, and in a second, just like that, it was worse than Armageddon, for they brought home another cat. I suppose he was adorable. He would purr and play with string and rub against your ankle if you liked that sort of thing. He was friendly and obedient, could do cute tricks and stunts, in every way the perfect cat. I hated him at once. Grace had named him Shadow, and my temper got much shorter. He gets a really cool name while I'm a takeout order? I determined then and there, and I vowed, I pledged, I swore, that I wouldn't take this laying down. Cry havoc! This is war. So I formed a little scheme I would enact without delay, a subtle black ops plan called Operation Bombs Away. Wherever Shadow went, he just wasn't to be trusted. 
For in every room he occupied, something somehow just got busted. In the bathroom, it was aftershave. In the den, a table lamp. In the kitchen, maple syrup got the floor sticky and damp. In the living room, a painting. In the hall, it was a mirror. In the library, the plaster bus of Tolstoy and Shakespeare. There was glass found on the sofa, spots of perfume on the bedding. Off the mantel fell each photo, shot at Uncle Larry's wedding. It was working to perfection. Soon old shadow would be gone. Just when I thought I'd tasted victory, something suddenly went wrong. What caused my mission to unravel? What short-circuited my plan? Well, unbeknownst to me, they just installed a nanny cam. Now I'm the one in trouble. With Natty Kitty, I've been tarred. While shadow laps of bowls of milk, I've been exiled to the yard. I think I've been mistreated. Why, they couldn't have been much meaner. Somewhere over the rainbow, I just know the grass is greener. I can find a better family. I can find a better kid. I can go and seek my fortune. And that's exactly what I did. So with the sunshine on my shoulder and the sidewalk neath my feet, taking one last look behind, I then set off down the street. It didn't take me long to find a likely new abode. Three kids were playing in the yard, so I stepped off of the road. One cried out, look, it's a kitty, and they ran to where I stood. But the closer that they got showed me this was just no good. They had sticky little fingers, sticky shirts and sticky britches, sticky knees and sticky faces from their sticky jam sandwiches. Before I could escape, one picked me up and held me near. Soon I had jam across my face on all my paws and in my ears. I sought relief from the embrace in which I found myself consumed, when all at once they shouted, squirrel! I was dropped and off they zoomed. The next stop in my search was with a family name of Tyler. It was working out until I met their 90-pound Rottweiler. Then I came to hitch a ride with a woman in a Ford. She really seemed to like me as she welcomed me aboard. We pulled into the driveway and I thought this could be heaven. I had boldly rolled the dice. Would they finally come up seven? She opened up the door and to my shock, what do I find? Her house was full of cats. I quickly counted 79. I made a beeline for the street. I have no desire to be cat 80 for the quintessential feline hoarding neighborhood cat lady. Well, after that, I wandered aimlessly by tattoo parlors and bars. I had to dodge motorcycles. I was splashed by passing cars. I spent a night curled in a drain pipe. Then behind a place called Rocco's, I ate breakfast from a dumpster, cast off fries and moldy tacos. When it was cold, I shook and shivered. When it was hot, I'd pant and sweat. When it was dark, I'd hide and worry. When it rained, I got all wet. Till one day, a farming couple pulled up by me in their truck. She opened up the door and very kindly picked me up. We drove out to the country till we reached their little farm. Instead of going to the house, they took me straight out to the barn. Here's your home now, lucky kitty, and you've got to earn your keep. You can sleep there in the hay, and there's lots of mice to eat. Did she say go eat some mice? I fear I've fallen in with loons. The only cats that dine on rodents are in movies or cartoons. It's becoming very clear I may have overplayed my hand. So far all I have to show are sleepless nights and stains of jam. I so miss my little family, shedding on their shoes and socks. I miss my water, miss my food. I really miss my litter box. If I returned, would they forgive? Would they be nice? Would they be hard? They could exile me outside and feed me scraps out in the yard. Setting out to seek my fortune has really come to make me see. 
that far from being mistreated, few were as fortunate as me. And if they don't embrace me, if their greeting isn't warm, it's still better there than here and eating mice out in this barn. So I made good my escape from the farmer and his spouse to find the way back to my little grace and little house. I will spare you all the details how my homeward journey runs. Suffice it here to say, it's hard to hitchhike without thumbs. But I eventually arrived and am now sitting on the lawn. Little Grace opens the door and quickly my concerns are gone. She falls down to her knees, tears of joy she cannot check. She then rushes to the yard and throws her arms around my neck. With all the crying and the hugging, I'm with her tears now fully doused. Then gathered in her arms, we happy dance into the house. Oh, my kitty, how I've missed you. You're so skinny and so smelly. Your fur is stiff and sticky. What is that? Is that great jelly? Never mind. You must be starving. I'll get you lots of food to eat. How about some macaroni? Something salty? Something sweet? Here I found a bag of pretzels and a jar of mayonnaise. How about a piece of cheesecake with caramel almond glaze? We got donuts, we got crackers, we got cereal and cheese, we got broccoli butter, biscuits, artichokes, meatloaf, and peas. But no matter what she offered, carbohydrates, soy, or fat, I just couldn't muster interest. After all, I'm still a cat. Then she finally found an option that brought teardrops to my eyes. She held out a can of tuna, the monster massive mega size. When she put that into my bowl and set it down on my behalf, she could not have pleased me more if she had served up the fatted calf. And when I finished all the tuna, and I didn't leave a speck, she had still one more surprise, a brand new collar from my neck. So now, Kitty, as you wear it, may you always be reminded that when it comes to love, it's here at home you'll always find it. Well, it's nearly been two weeks since my odyssey was done, yet it really hasn't ended. Seems it's only just begun. Now my mission's being thankful, gratitude's my destination. My companions are contentment, kindness, and appreciation. As I nap here on the sofa dreaming of my little grace, the quiet shattered by the breaking of a cut lead crystal vase. As I shake myself awake and try to gather my dismay, from the hall I hear a voice. It's Shadow calling, bombs away! Obviously, Pepper the Prodigal Cat is a retelling of one of Jesus' most well-known parables, the parable of the prodigal son. Jesus told this parable to illustrate God the Father's attitude toward his children who need to find their way back home from a sojourn of wandering and rebellion. But how does a journey away from a loving father start in the first place? The parable shows us. Grumbling and discontentment are the twin sons of ingratitude. They can lead us into decisions that, in the short term, may make us feel like we're getting what we want, but in the long term, lead us to ever-worsening circumstances. A great rule of thumb is, the further we are from the Father, the further we are from joy and contentment. If you are wandering, come home. There is a loving Father waiting for you. If you are home, remember to fight crumbling and discontentment with thanksgiving and praise to the one who loves you best. Pepper learned that lesson, and we can too. <laughs>